You a dreamer? I haven't seen too many of you around lately. Dream is destiny. Things have been tough lately for dreamers. They say dreaming's dead. No one does it anymore. It's not dead, it's just it's been forgotten. Removed from our language. Nobody teaches it, so no one knows it exists. Maybe Cole built a bridge between the waking world and the dream world. The collective unconscious. I think I had a dream later about this. Now, when you dream, you are paralyzed. You cannot move when you dream. I had the same dream. So we are paralyzed when we dream. actually direct the course of your dream. You have no dream, Captain. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. And now, dreams. Still um, recording your dreams, writing about them? Do you have your notebook? Feed me your dreams. Feed me your dreams. Feed me your dreams. Flatline audio Andrew Keel Land 138 Android 138 Flatline Audio 138 In dreams, your dreams miss you, an audio exploration. Dreamcast 10. May 8, 21 to May 9, 21 Dream 91. Daytime slash summer. I was working in a restaurant. It was on an upper floor, like the third or so. It was busy and I was doing something on a computer kiosk, in the hall, between the dining room and kitchen. As I turn around, I accidentally bump into a server, carrying a huge tray of glasses, full of water. The whole tray crashes to the floor. I then get into an argument with the server, who was Tony W. Afterwards I get mad and just leave work. I am then just walking around the random city this was in, Dreams, in the summertime. Dream, Dream ends. Dream, Dream. May 23rd, 21 to May 24th, 21 Dream 92. Part 1 Nighttime. It was Groundhog Day, and I was at the lodge in Milwaukee where I used to work. Everyone was there working, Ben, Joe, Noah, Dee, etc. I was walking toward the back door, when I stopped and looked up the stairs, toward the upstairs apartment. There was Matt, who lived there, standing with Brian Doyle Murray, from the movie Groundhog Day. Evening, I'm Brian Doyle we Murray. said hi to each other, and I continued outside where Noah was hanging out. Part 2 Nighttime I was at some house party. It felt like I was in Madison or something. I was hanging out in a room full of people when I realized my phone was missing. I started asking people if they had seen it, when I ended up downstairs. It must have been an apartment complex because there were multiple people living on each of the two floors. I was looking around downstairs when I noticed someone's door open. I looked inside and asked if anyone was there as I walked in. Just then, I heard a man singing a weird tune. Just one that went. E, ha, ho, e, ha, ho, ha, e, ha, ho, ahoya, hoya, ho, coming toward the door from the hall. He got to the door. He looked like the actor, or was the actor, John Polito. He shouted, hey. 
What are you doing? Get out of here, and shoved me out his door. Do you know who you're talking to here? Do you know who I am? Do you have any idea who you are talking to? Out the front door to the building, and locked it. Just then, I noticed that my phone had somehow ended up in my pocket. I turned around as someone from the building was yelling out of their window for people to shut up. Just then, a huge float of what I could only describe as bro college jocks pulled up on the street. The float was full of rowdy assholes, blasting horrible music, surrounded by beer cans. I turned and walked into the night. Dream ends. June 2nd, 21, 11.45 p.m. Dream 93. I was at Putnam Park, walking around at dusk, it wasn't quite dark yet. I had my earbud headphones on and seemed to be walking through a wooded section in the park, which isn't there. Anyway, I come out into the park, just past the pool and main basketball court. As I come out, I think that I'm the only one there, but then I hear a person speaking, whose voice fades out slowly. Like he was talking to a crowd, but no one else was there. He was standing on a soapbox, in the sandbox there, reciting a poem. First softly, then became louder at the end. After he steps down from his soapbox, he walks out of the sandbox to talk to me. He was a white male, in a black robe and hat, almost like a rabbi. I asked him what it was that he was reciting. He said it was a poem by his favorite poet, Jinumata Ikeber. He said that he had first heard about it from an episode of The X-Files, and that it was a scene with Mulder in a dark room, reciting this poem to the camera, with the screen shaking. We then walk out toward the road, next to the other basketball court, but more toward the second swing set and metal slide. We stand there for a minute, when an old white truck pulls up, with a male driver and no passenger. He hops in the bed of the truck. As they are leaving, he says, I have to get home to mow my lawn before it gets too dark, even though there wasn't much light left. I start walking toward home as the dream ends. Dream ends. July 13, 21 to July 14, 21 Dream 94. I was in a pool, that had these buildings sticking out of the water. Not a whole building, just a painted wall in the shape of one. Also, the pool wasn't filled with water, it was filled with paint. It was about chest height, no matter how tall people were, which was odd. It was kind of like playing paintball but you just had big sponges that you would fill with the paint you are swimming in and chuck them at people and buildings on the other side. How people could tell if they got hit and were out, I have no idea. I remember that there were these two fat dudes on my side, that I would occasionally pass. Every time I did, one of them would shout, I told you never to come around me. There were also two bees in the paint pool, floating on top, that never got covered up or sunk. There was a man and a different woman in the dream, who I had never seen before, but for some reason felt that I knew. We continued playing this game. Dream ends. August 20th, 21, 2.30 AM Dream 95 Nighttime. I was somewhere in Madison with Dane. We were driving around in a golf cart, I was driving. 
We ended up in an empty parking lot, driving in circles. I was driving. Everything was quiet, until out of nowhere, the leprechaun from the 1990s horror films, runs, yells, and jumps onto the back of the golf cart. We both freak out and try to shake him off. Once we realized we couldn't, we jump off of the cart and abandon it. We end up running to our old apartment, only we didn't live together. He lived across the hall. He says, oh shit, it's over here. We then run over and search for it. The only weapon that we could find was a knife block in the kitchen, so we each took one. The dream ends with us searching for the leprechaun in the dark living room. Dream ends. December 17, 21, 11.33 p.m. Dream 96 Daytime. I was at the cottage. In this dream, there is one well-known creepy haunted trail around there, where strange and sometimes dangerous things happen when you walk it. In the dream there were these flashback sequences, where I was on this trail with Dad and Paul and almost didn't get back. One flashback was with us, in a swampy, marshy area of the trail. Anyway, despite these flashback sequences I kept having, I decided to go on this trail once again, like it was something that I needed to conquer, or die trying. I start out from the cottage during the day. At another point in this dream, I am still on this trail when it is dark. It was strange, like I was lost somewhere, with all of these creatures of the night type things, obstacles, and traps everywhere. I am still trying to find my way, when the dream ends. Dream ends. I feel like this dream is a somewhat recurring dream, sometimes slightly different but basically the same. January 10, 22 to January 11, 22 Dream 97 Daytime slash summer I was with my brother, his friend Sarah, and my dad. We were in a desert. We got to a rickety old shack. No one was home, so we went inside. I had to use the restroom. When I went into the bathroom, I had a hard time locking the door. The first thing I did, was accidentally drop my keys in the toilet. They were my dad's truck keys. I got them out and washed up. As we walk outside, a black Pontiac Thunderbird comes barreling in, and comes to a stop, with dust from the tires flying everywhere. It was a dude with long brown hair, jeans, white t-shirt, and yellow, messed up teeth. He smiles at us and just goes inside. We then continue walking down the deserted road, where we come to a bus that was waiting. This bus was going to Washington DC. Later, we find out that the man we saw was someone called the Tennessee Strangler and was all over the news. Dream ends. May 13, 22 to May 14, 22 Dream 98 Nighttime slash summer I was with Doug A at their house next door It was at night We leave out the back door And sneak across a yard between our houses Which also had a house 
there is no yard or house between the two of ours, so that's weird. Anyway, we get to the front of our house by the sun porch, where the fence goes around our backyard. The fence was there, but it was different. Instead of the small green fence, and then chain fence around, it was all one big, tall wooden fence all around. We sneak around the fence, following it to the back porch. We then hop the fence and get into our back porch, which was much bigger, and taller, than it actually is. It was more like a big room, full of old stuff, like chairs, boxes, and whatnot. We climb up on a pile of random things, until we get to a tiny window, leading into the house. Dream ends. June 18, 22 to June 19, 22 Dream 99. I was running through a city drainage system under a city at night. It was dark, but the tunnels were lit, with a small shallow stream running down the middle. I kept running past those four-way tunnel connectors. I ran through one, and got to the end of the tunnel, where I am in a department or grocery store and music that you would hear at those places start playing. I am running around like I was being chased, but I didn't see who it was. I kept seeing a tall, thin, bald, white man, in black suit pants and a light, white, tucked in dress shirt, who keeps looking at me, come to the end of an aisle when I am running, and he is suddenly standing there. I stop running as he says, what? Hello there. I look at him confused and ask, who are you? He says, why, I'm the beast of Bray Road, and smiles, a very disturbing, toothy smile. What? I say, confused. He then says, I am Paul Export, while flashing his ID in his wallet, like a cop would, still smiling. Dream ends. July 17, 22 to July 18, 22 Dream 100. I was in an H old house, in Broadhead, with a bunch of people. The outside was the same as it used to be, but the inside was totally different, like a multi-level fun house. It was really dark, but also, dimly lit at points, so you could see where you were, as well as others, if they were walking around. We all seemed to be playing capture the flag, but there was only one of them, and it was an American flag. It was actually more like find the flag. I remember I was walking around, and ended up by Ed's old room, where I saw him. He said that he had the flag hidden in a secret compartment and hiding place. He told me to protect it, although he never said where that was. Then he walked away. It was then just me. I walked down the hall outside his room and turned the corner, where I immediately fall into a gigantic ball pit. In front of me, on the other side of the ball pit, was a thin walkway, the width of the room, ending wall to wall. The dog that he used to have, was pacing back and forth and barking. I made my way to the left side of the ball pit, where I climbed out, and up to a little cubby hole, where I then sat and watched. The dog settled down and then just paced back and forth on the ledge. I sat and watched to my right. There was the ledge that I fell off of, and just past, to the left, was the hall that led to Ed's room. I saw a few people walk down the hall, 
but everything was still pretty dimly lit. A few minutes later, they walked back out of the hall, carrying the flag, which was folded in a triangle. It was Derek H, Joey C, and someone else, who I couldn't quite see. Derek was holding the flag as they turned left and disappeared into the funhouse shadows. There was a looping bass line playing softly this whole time in the dream. Dream ends. Dreams, dreams, dreams. Line audio. I couldn't have dreamed it. 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 But last night, I had dreams, and no one really knows why or for what reason. We're dream figures from somebody else's existence. Oh, we're each of us having a dream, and everyone else is part of the other person's dream. You call it. You can have it. But one day, we may be able to refine this technique so that when you wake up in the morning and you hit the play button of a computer, you see the dream that you had last night. The goal here is to train your mind. Well, he's, he's developed the ability to externalize his dreams and effectively alter reality. You know, there's young people today that have never dreamed. And you know what that leaves us with? Sleep and nightmare. Yeah, I guess you're right. We're going back. Unless this whole thing is a dream which is a polite word for nightmare. Come on. I guess the only thing I'm gonna miss in this world is that poor old man and his hopeless dreams. I keep thinking that I'm waking up, but I'm still in a dream. It seems like it's going on forever. I can't get out of it, and I want to wake up for real. How do you really wake up? If that's what you're thinking, I mean, you, you probably should, because, you know, someday, you know, you won't be able to. So just, um, but it's easy. You know, just, just wake up.